Hi, my name is John Petty, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. This episode's a little different from ones that I've done in the past. It's a little bit of a mystery, but it also answers some questions that I've had from listeners. The name of this episode is Southern Lights. I remember the lights, that and my mother telling me to stay in my room. I didn't realize where the lights came from. I just remember them. They were mainly reds and yellows, but they also blended into various shades of orange. They had different intensities, some relatively dim and others very, very bright. They moved around the walls and the ceiling, turning my room into a giant kaleidoscope. I could hear the adults outside my room. I ignored their voices because I had a show in my room like nothing I'd ever seen. I tried to imagine what made them. A teacher had told us about the northern lights. She had told us of her first time seeing them and how the night sky had become alive with swirling, shimmering colors. It was difficult to imagine such a scene, but that was the closest thing I could imagine to what was happening in my room. My teacher described all the colors of the rainbow when she told of the northern lights. The version in my room that night had only reds, yellows, and oranges. Those beams of light seemed to climb one wall, dance across the ceiling, and then glide down the opposite wall. I looked down at the blanket covering me, and the lights made patterns, constantly changing on the bed. I held out an arm and saw the colors wrap around it and then disappear. The beam started in what seemed to be every corner of the room, and then slowly made their way around and across the room. I tried to focus on a single light, and then follow it until it disappeared. I couldn't. There was just too much color. My eye would be distracted by a movement or shade of orange, and I would lose my original focus. Different objects in my room would be illuminated, and then disappear back into darkness. There was my chest of drawers in yellow. Then my desk and school books would be in red. The model plane I had painted green just last week was now a dark shade of orange. As quickly as the lights had come into my room, they left. And along with their leaving, the excited adult voices that I had blocked out of my focus also completely disappeared. A few minutes later, my mother slowly opened my bedroom door and another beam of light came into my room. This time, it was ordinary white. She asked in a very quiet voice if I was okay. I told her I was fine and started to tell her about the fantastic lights and colors that had been in my room. She interrupted my excited description and told me I needed to get to sleep. But mom, it was so neat. Never mind. Everything will be all right. Now get to sleep. With that, she closed the door and my room went dark once again. I drifted to sleep just remembering and imagining the amazing colors and lights I had just seen. The next morning I woke and went to the kitchen for breakfast. There were a couple of my mother's friends at the kitchen table. I was more embarrassed than surprised to see them. I was still at an age that no one, but no one outside the immediate family, saw you in your pajamas. My biggest concern instantly became to get myself back into my bedroom and change into school clothes so that I could have breakfast without my self-conscious embarrassment. Instead, my mother asked me to sit down at the table with her. But mom, 
I want to, she interrupted. Please sit down. I need to speak with you. I knew she was serious and that no amount of but moms would do anything to change her mind once I heard the phrase, speak with you. She slowly told me that my father had gone away. I was told I would not be seeing him again. I don't remember being upset or tearful. She had simply stated a fact like, be careful, the stove is hot. There was nothing to get upset about. She was my mother and she was telling me a fact. So I accepted it and asked where he had gone. She repeated to me that he wouldn't be coming back. My mind shifted to getting ready to school. I asked what was for breakfast. One of my mother's friends made her first comment since I had walked into kitchen. What would you like? I looked at my mother and she nodded a yes. I asked for French toast. My mother's friend said it would be ready in five minutes. Then she got up from the table and began gathering the ingredients. I asked if I could be excused to go get dressed for school. My mother said it was fine. It was a few days later when I found out what my mother meant when she said, your father won't be coming back. It was the first funeral I'd ever been to. Thank you for listening, and I hope this answers some questions for you. Thank you again.